0: to another edition of the Craft Crew Podcast. My name's Ben, and I'm joined as always by my fellow Craft Crew members, Jake and Rachel. What's happening, guys? Hey, guys.
1: Just get ready. Let's talk about some beer.
0: <laughs> yep. Real enthusiastic over there. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, as always, we got... Some stuff to drink, I guess. We got beer to drink. What are you, uh, what are you guys rocking uh, for this for this month?
1: Well, we have sort of been all over. We have not been home a lot lately, so really all we've got is our Penny Ryle, Penny Ryle Pale Ale. Did we talk about that on the last episode?
0: We might have we mentioned did. it. We didn't. We, did. we didn't drink we did it though. Go,
2: we did go to Philadelphia and went to a place called Second Story Brewing. Now, let me pull it up. We had a couple beers in there. And. Your beer was very memorable. Yeah, I had probably the strangest beer of my life. Really? It wasn't necessarily bad, but it was uh, strange to say the least. Why? I'm looking up the name. Oh. Why?
0: Oh, no. I know about yeah. this one. Tell, tell, it tell the listeners. You had a beer that tasted like meat.
1: Literally tasted exactly like meat. It tasted like ham. Tasted like ham. It, it, was, like it smelled ham. like ham, it tasted like ham. It was by far the smokiest beer I've ever encountered in my life.
0: What was it called and where was it from? What was the brewery? It's
1: called Am I, uh,
0: uh, Um Well, while you guys I were, had
1: one that was, was really good. It yeah. was called um K-O-R-S,
0: KoraS. K. And I picked it yeah.
1: Kate okay, was a Mexican lager. Oh, that's so good stuff. It was kind of just like a simple beer, but then it had kind of a kick to it. It was pretty good.
0: Yeah. So did it have like a little lime aftertaste, kind of? Yeah. That's good.
1: If I'm remembering correctly.
0: So while Jake is looking up the name of that meaty beer, I'm drinking a uh, uh, Shovelhead Double IPA from Buckeye Lake Brewery. Um, in Buckeye Lake, Ohio, which is about mm, 45 minutes east of Columbus, I think. Uh, it's pretty good. It's very, very hoppy, and it's very clear, so it doesn't taste like a New England. It doesn't have like the sweetness of like a New England IPA. Uh-huh. But um, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty good. Lots of yeah, it's definitely a hop bomb for sure
1: you too lately. That's too all you had at Rheingeist sure. was like super hoppy beers this weekend.
0: Yeah, I did have a couple of super hoppy sure. beers. I don't know. I've been getting more into like the double, like double IPAs lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Geist had a pretty good one earlier this year called Sabretooth Tiger. Um, and then I think the one I had this past weekend with you guys uh, when we went to the tap room at Geist was uh, uh, Knowledge. I think that was what it was called.
1: Yeah, that uh, sounds
0: familiar. Yeah, and that one was really good. Um, so Jake, did you find your, your meat beer yet?
2: Yes. It's called old city is burning and it, it's on untapped. You can go and look at the description on Untapped, and other people besides me, it's not just me really? have listed in the flavor profile. Meaty. Yeah. Yeah. One yes, of the so first meaty. word that comes no. up
1: to describe it is meaty. There, mm. as far as I know.
2: There's yeah. no meat in this beer, <laughs> but just because the smoky flavor that comes out in this beer, it it tastes like meat. It almost tastes salty too. Yeah.
0: And yeah.
2: It's, defi- it's definitely the smoky flavor that does it. Maybe yeah. it's a specific term.
0: That sounds kind wood of nasty. that's
2: been used. I didn't <laughs> mind it actually, but really? I'm a guy who I don't mind like a salty beer or a beer that has spice in it, mm-hmm. like a jalapeno beer. Um so I didn't hate it. However, I probably wouldn't constantly be drinking it. This is not a beer you drink repeatedly. Yeah. It was kind of like a one-off thing. It was not what I expected the beer to be. Yeah. But I didn't hate it. And then there was a beer I wasn't a huge fan of there at Second Story, which is Fritzy's Lager. hmm And it just tasted like nothing. I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> it
0: just tasted like beer?
2: It just tasted. Like, it didn't taste like beer. It just tasted like nothing. Mm. And I have no problem with tasteless beer. But yeah. it was just. It was surprising to me to go from such a flavorful beer, weird profile, to one that had no taste.
0: Yeah.
2: And still go back to this place because the food they had there was phenomenal it's a really delicious. Balls. yeah the food the food is pretty pretty awesome it was we have risotto balls um, my sister had dessert we were with our family my sister had dessert pretzels I had some of those those were really good mm-hmm. it was awesome like for bar food you can do it you can do any better than that really but the beers were just different yeah they were not what I expected at all which is not necessarily a bad thing because yeah. you try new things it's it's a, di- a different concept and you know what I'd rather have that than just the same old IPA 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 yeah IPA yeah that other breweries like to put out
0: yeah I feel you on that I uh I don't know if I've ever tasted anything that was meaty tasting uh, and if I did, I don't know if I, how I would react to it. It sounds a little too far fetched to me, but that's what the craft crew's all about. It was about. pretty intense.
1: I took a sip of it and, you know, it, it tasted like meat.
0: <laughs> so
1: I think I probably could have kept drinking it, but uh-huh. I didn't want to. Yeah. It's not like it was bad, but it was just not a very drinkable beer, gotcha. I guess, if that makes
0: sense. Yeah, I, um... Well, that's cool. I mean, you guys have the most far out. That that's definitely like the craziest one uh, that I think we'll probably talk about tonight. I know that like just what I'm got. I've got in front of me. I've got this Shovelhead Double IPA, and then I've got two New England Milkshake IPAs, and I'll get into those when I crack them open. Um, But what? uh, So that's so that's you guys went to Philadelphia and had that little adventure. Did you guys like? Is there anything going on that you guys have seen or done or drank like around? Hopkinsville or Nashville, whatever. No.
2: barely been here. No. We also, could talk about our trip to Rheingeist, which also included you.
0: Yeah.
2: And we tried some um, of their newer beers. But in between that, you were also there. We went to Nashville.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We can't.
2: we can't forget to talk about our experience in Nashville because – that is one beer experience I will never forget. That
1: was a classic.
0: That was an all time. It
1: was unique. It was a good beer experience.
0: But that was, and it was good. It was memorable. Both of the places we went to were memorable for completely different reasons. Uh, That's so true. And not for the ways you think they'd be. No, not <laughs> at all. Because the first place was what, called what? Burning Lotus, Flying Lotus. What was it called? Do you remember? Yeah.
2: Something hibiscus. No, it was Iris.
0: It was Bearded Iris. Bearded iris. iris. That's right. Bearded Iris Brewing Company in yeah, Nashville, right, Tennessee. Guys, come on. So we went to that tap yeah, that room. Is... The three of us went to that tap room, and it was, like, the space inside was so tiny, it was ridiculous. But, like, they had a massive, like, warehouse space to, like, produce beer. But just, yeah. they they had so little of that reserved for, like, people to actually enjoy it.
2: People are constantly coming in and out, buying beer like yeah. cases yeah. of beer, which I feel like you don't see that as often at craft breweries.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it depends. Cause that guy, the guy was telling me that they had just released one of, one of those beers in like cans or something, which is why everybody was coming in for that. You will see that typically on like a release day. There will be people buying like cases of whatever they've released, uh, and you know, a lot of people kind of, especially like in the late morning, early afternoon, when most breweries release that stuff, it's pretty. Everybody's pretty much walking out with a case of cans. Um, speaking of which, uh, I wanted to. I, we can we can circle back to Nashville, but uh, I know that just for releases that are coming out here pretty soon, I know that Braxton is getting ready to put the their kickback hard cider and rose cider in cans
1: who's that Braxton. Braxton Braxton
0: so they're uh they're I think they're gunning for bubbles oh, I almost spilled yeah this.
1: seems like it a lot, lot of people seem there. to be gunning for bubbles but I just I think bubbles is best
0: yeah everybody seems to like bubbles a lot Richards doesn't
1: even doesn't even try it yeah or try it, it doesn't even touch it
0: <laughs> um and then street side I think this like by the time people hear this it'll probably be out already but Saturday, July 28th, to uh, Streetside is releasing their Tequila Mockingbird, which, uh, is, which is a, if I can pull it up, I think it's a wild ale brewed with key lime and sea salt that's aged in tequila barrels.
1: That sounds fabulous.
0: And so I'm going to try to get my hands on some eventually, because that sounds real good. Um,
1: I mean, the name alone.
0: Yeah. And then I think, actually, I saw today, I think 50 West is getting ready to release one next weekend called Stay. Ca- it's a uh, Staycation, and it's a Goza that um, has also been aged in tequila barrels. That's a margar- tequila barrel-aged margarita Goza. Uh, That's so
1: interesting. Is that a thing now, that people are aging their, like, their beers in tequila barrels? I don't know.
0: I guess it's just or something different or, that people want to try. Um this is the first I've ever heard of anybody Sounds good. Yeah, this is the first I've ever heard of anybody like doing tequila barrel aged beer. But I want to yeah. try I want to try both of these. Um I wonder how different they're going to be because I feel like when you're aging a beer in tequila barrels pretty much like a margarita taste or style is about all you can do, I feel like um So, unless you wanted to get crazy with you know, and try an IPA, but again, I don't know how good that would be. So, who knows? I think this is, th- these two will be like a fun experiment and then, you know, maybe see where it goes from there. I could see Urban Artifact doing something crazy with tequila barrels. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, look. Well, it
1: speaking of things that are happening in our neck of the woods, I just remembered I saw a post from the Hopkinsville Brewing Company. Um, and they're putting out a collaborative brew with Dry Ground, and they're in Paducah. Oh wow! It's going to be uh, hibiscus and orange goza, and I feel like that sounds really good. Yeah, does so sound good. So I'm excited to try that.
0: Out. Yeah, you'll have to get your hands on that, and then update us in the on the August show with how that. I hope is. I can.
1: They didn't put out the day that it's coming or anything, but I will try to to make it over. Yeah. To our one solitary brewery.
0: Um. So circling back to the Nashville conversation, we so bearded iris. They it, we were talking about it being like a small tap room, but also like when we were forced to sit outside on like their little patio because there was no more room. And um, I'm on 10 battery, so we got to be quick. Um, I uh, it, it smelled, smelled like-, like manure. I'll make it quick. It yeah. smelled
2: like manure outside because there's a mulch plant right next door. Yep,
0: yeah. you heard it there. From, yeah. You heard it here. It smelled like poop outside. Not- the Bearded Irish yep. Brewery. <laughs> uh, so that was that's the reason that was memorable. But then the other place we went to was called Honky Tonk Brewing. Honky Tonk yep. Brewery. Honky Tonk Brewing. Uh, North hard
1: location. Yeah. Like we had to drive around.
2: in Like not just next like next to an office park. In it office is park. smack dab in the middle of an office park. You have to drive into to get there. There is no way that people are driving past this place. Which kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, honestly, the location is not what you typically associate with the craft brewery. Now, there's some in, like, those office parks, but it's really kind of out of the way, and we just kind of looked it up and and found it. Yeah. But it was fantastic, and it was memorable for a reason where um, normally in a craft brewery, you're paying, like, $5 or $6 for one beer. Mm -hmm. But we went there, and we sampled several different beers and the bill in total for three people only a few beers but still was seven dollars yeah which is unheard of and it was uh i believe it was like half off pours
1: it was two for, was one, two for pints, one right and then dollar pours i had like two, two or for three one dollar pints,
2: pours. two for one pints and a dollar pour so it was
1: and you could try anything she so, still
0: even, she still didn't do the math right but that's no she,
2: well, <laughs> either that or the beer had to be originally only like four bucks for a pint which yeah. is crazy yeah. craft beer because it's always like six or heck even like seven dollars sometimes depending on the beer
0: especially for as good but, as that beer was too oh
2: yeah it's very yeah. good the look and the like the the building you would not expect it but maybe that's just because a stereotype in like craft breweries, it's all about like the aesthetic and yeah. the the space, and it's not always about like the beer and the just the taste. But they they were doing it right at Honky Tonk in uh, Nashville.
0: Yeah, so if you go to so if you go to the Honky Tonk Brewery in Nashville, Tennessee, and you order a Mango Tiger, I created that. Uh, it's a it's, yeah. I took their mango milkshake IPA and mixed it with the purple tiger. Uh, I think it was like a wine barrel aged sour, grape sour or something like that. Cherry sour. Uh, I think it was a cherry sour. And, uh, cause like the bartender was telling me that like, she really liked mixing their beers. And so I told her, I said, I think it'd be good if we mix the mango and the cherry and the cherry goes, why don't we try that? Or the cherry sour. So we did that and it was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And she goes, you just created a new beer. Uh, we're going to call it the Purple or the man- the Mango Tiger. So <laughs> they'll, uh, they'll get you some of that if you go down there. But since we're running kind of short on time, I know this is going to be kind of a quick episode. I'm also drinking um, Yacht Rock from Listerman Brewing Company. This is a New England tiki IPA brewed with citra and Eldorado hops with coconut, pineapple, vanilla, and ancient tiki flavors added. Wow. It tastes like a piña colada.
1: I was gonna say, it sounds very tropical.
0: It's delicious. Um, it's got a little bit of like a, I, I think the tequila or the the tiki spices are probably like cinnamon. It tastes like cinnamon. Hmm. Uh, it almost, t- you know what it almost tastes like is uh, horchata. I guess it's kind of like you get that like milky like uh milkshake IPA taste from the lactose and vanilla and then the cinnamon is adds a whole other dimension to it really good and then the other one that I'm going to crack is um I have a crowler of citrus zest milkshake IPA from brink that I need to drink that I've had for like a month and a half um I think this is just like a New England milkshake IPA with lime zest in it and this one's really really good too um, so I wish you guys were here to share these with me.
1: <laughs> wish we were too.
0: Uh, but you guys are going to Gulf Shores. Jake
1: doesn't apparently. Jake does not
0: care. Yeah, he's not, he's <laughs> oh, not paying any attention. <laughs> I know you, I know you guys are going to Gulf Shores and you're going to be, you know, ankle deep and all kinds of partying, but, um, uh, if, 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 if scope the scene down there. I pro- I know you won't cause I, I know you guys, but, uh, uh <laughs> at least
2: if
1: we were in charge, we probably would. But we'll, we'll
2: see if there's any breweries. I don't, there's gotta be some type of brewery in Gulf Shores. If, or may. even
0: if you don't, you don't have to go to one. But if you're like, if you go to like a liquor store down there to get stuff while you're gone, like look for like a local beer or something. Try
2: uh, a local beer.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'll, look, we'll
2: look for some local stuff. I'm sure there's gotta be something local around there. Florida's there's a if you haven't watched it, there's a show called Beerland on Viceland. And they, they it's a done by Golden Road Brewing, and that's out of, I think it's out of San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it Los Angeles? Southern California, yeah, regardless. Somewhere
1: in California, yeah.
2: And they've done an episode where they went to homebrewers in Florida, and seems like, uh, and there's another one in Alabama, too, so it seems like they're on the come-up mm-hmm. in the brewery scene in, in the southeast part of the United States.
0: Nice. We'll have to get Matt and Kate in here in August to give us the skinny on all of that i know that they really yeah, wanted they would, they
2: would know better than us they
0: would <laughs> yeah they would they really would they and i'm sad that they once again couldn't join us tonight because uh you know sometimes sometimes life gets in the way but we will we will have them on here eventually with us uh and we look forward to that day very soon um so i, n- I know we're definitely short here but you guys have anything else you want to add I don't know. I don't... nothing looking you're just not even saying a word all right i, I got nothing all <laughs> <Well>, right <laughs> one thing
1: we didn't talk about that we had ryan guys again was that pressed tart beer that oh, yeah was very divisive
0: really i thought yeah uh, you must have talked to different people than i did it seemed like everybody seemed everybody enjoyed it
1: Uh, I don't know who you talk to because half of my family who we were there with hated it and thought it was disgusting. I thought it tasted like sour, like bad grape juice. And then Mm. everyone else thought it was fabulous. I fall on the fabulous party. I liked it a lot. It was, um, very sour, very tart, but I like that in a beer. Not everybody does. And I understand, but I think they're wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, they they uh, they tried they all tried it on Nitro, right? I don't know if everybody did. Right, but yeah. it
1: was pretty good on Nitro. That creaminess that it added was good.
0: Yeah. We'll have to get them back there to try it again on, on Nitro. Um, yeah. But with that, I guess that will do it for July with the craft crew. Uh, hopefully we'll have a lot more to discuss in August. Um, I know I'm going to be... Uh, hopefully going to see these guys at the Queen City Brewery of Cincinnati which is the name the name of that brewery so they sent us a message on our Instagram account a private message and uh, said to give them a call uh, if we ever want to come by the brewery and I assume if they you know if they need a if they need a phone call ahead of time uh, hopefully that means we'll get some kind of personal treatment um, so I think I'm gonna go do that I'm at least gonna call them and go see and go see them by myself probably one time and then depending on how it goes, if their beer's good, maybe that could be the start of kind of a, a a friendship for the craft crew and we can get them maybe on, on one of the shows in the future and go from there. I think that would be pretty cool. So Uh,
1: I think it would be too.
0: Yeah. So uh, with that, we will see you in August and until then cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Thank you.